One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Red Men TV. I'm Chris Pajak. That's a really thirsty Ross Chanley who went to have a little drink beforehand and then and then decided not to and now he's just gone for it. Hey, we're here with the news and the big news is this. Liverpool look like they've already signed the player in January yeah. uh, for all intents and purposes. But before we get into the chat about Minamino, uh, it's the last chance really, uh, or it will be very, very soon to get a Christmas jumper from the Red Men TV in time for Christmas. Uh, we've got the Origi one, we've got the six times we are the champions, champions of Europe shares. And the Three Kings shirts. Uh, they've sold incredibly well. Thank you to everybody for buying one of them and supporting the channel uh, in our endeavours. Um, last chance to buy it if you're in England is Friday. Uh, so you need to get that done. Uh, but we are here to talk about Takumi Minamino. 9am tomorrow, sorry. 9am tomorrow. 9 Ooh, sorry about that one. Yeah. I thought it was Friday. Yeah, tomorrow was Friday. Oh. <laughs> That's where it was going wrong. <laughs> Uh, I've got no idea what day it is, apparently. Uh, it's a good job we sacked off the, the the day and the date on these shows a long time ago when we just kept getting it wrong, and that's why, because I keep getting it wrong. Um, anyway, Takumi Minamino, uh, lad who has played incredibly well against us, Ross, yep. uh, for Red Bull Salzburg, and it kind of... Broke this morning, Paul Joyce put a tweet out saying Liverpool look like uh, looking like we're going to buy him in January. Then James Pearce followed him up and was like, it's highly likely. And then Dave Maddox says Liverpool believe the job's done. And it was an exciting six and a half minutes, wasn't it, mate? Yeah, <laughs> it's quite a long time for some people as well, isn't it? Um, yeah, just just in, in, incredible the way the way it developed. I think Paul Joyce is always is the gospel for transfer news. And if he says something, then you know it, it's kind of happening. But you know, he just kind of came out the blue. I don't think... A lot of people are expecting Liverpool to do business. We haven't really been linked with him at all. You know, it's all been talk of Sancho. The last couple of days, been some like Neymar bollocks uh, and all that stuff. But you know, an exciting player played really well against both of us twice. And it's just like you said, the way it's developed. But also, there's like little clips doing around. So when he, when he scored against us at Anfield, it's a little clip of Klopp just like kind of smiling, laughing his head off. He's like, that makes sense now. He's like, going, yeah, like I'm buying you. Yeah. It was a good tweet, that. Yeah. It was a very good tweet, Ross. I had a little chuckle at that yeah. one. Um, so Liverpool can buy him for just 7.25 million because he's got a release clause. Now, um, I've just been chatting to Simon Hughes of The Athletic this morning for our newsroom show over on the website. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later because we spoke in depth and detail about this potential deal. Um, one of the things that we never mentioned is the fact that if Liverpool were to sign him in January, Ross, he'd be available for Champions League games because yep. they got rid of that rule uh, at the beginning of the last season where he'd be cup tied for the for the latter parts latter parts of the competition. Apologies, uh, we're we're all fighting through a little bit of illness at the moment, um, but. Yeah, I mean, listen, first and foremost, he looks like a really good player, though, doesn't he? Yeah, all everything about it just seems to make sense. The price that you talk about, I think Liverpool value, valued him at like plus £20 million. They're getting him for an absolute steal. They can have him in January, he's only 24, he can cover the front three. Um, you know, and again, like you said, he's available for the Champions League. So going into this, you know, like you said, the latter stages, not just the Champions League, but a, a title push as well. Mm. To have some fresh legs in there, someone who's exciting. Um, me and Tom were upstairs watching YouTube compilations of him before. I was just going, you know, he's, he's close control with his feet, and I think everyone's kind of. I think it's died off a little bit, the Coutinho stuff, or Coutinho replacement stuff's kind of died off. And when you look at him and his style of play, 
it just kind of seems that's what, what this is for absolutely so Paul Joy shows Liverpool are ready to accelerate their interest in Red Bull Salzburg's Takumi Minamino next month and try to exploit a release clause of just 7.25 million I'm just going to skip down a paragraph Jürgen Klopp the Liverpool manager is the driving force behind the prospective transfer having been thrilled by Minamino's performances in the Champions League where his quality pleasing possession and ability to pick a pass from an attacker midfield role was clear. Uh, he goes on later to talk about how the Liverpool players were talking about him having come off the pitch in Anfield, which has got to be great, isn't it, when you think that these are lads that Klopp trusts, yeah. who know how Klopp plays, who, and, and are all talking about him in the dressing room. That's got to really sort of light a fire under you as well. <coughs> yeah, that can't be a common thing either. Maybe Jürgen Klopp's kind of thought to himself, well, actually, I quite like him. But like you said, when you've got lads coming back into the, into the dressing room, you're actually going, fucking hell, he's fucking really good at him. And that convinces him to, to go forward with it, I suppose. Uh, James Pearce on Twitter has said, Liverpool stepping up their interest in Takumi Minamino because he's now being chased by Bundesliga and say our clubs. Also talk of Man United interest. Liverpool believe he's worth £20 million plus, which makes his release clause of 7.25 so attractive. Goes on to say, understand it's highly likely that Minamino joins Liverpool in January. Expect it to happen. Exciting deal. So we're getting him for less than we sold Kevin Stewart for. Wow. And less than Andy Robbo. Yeah. So I've got Dave, Mid- Dave Maddox one as well. Here in Liverpool are confident it's a done deal. With the player Keane and Salzburg happy to do business with the Reds as relationship between clubs and Red Bull parent company is strong. Remarkable business at 7.25 million. That this isn't like us messing around there. These are lads putting their reputations on the line really early on. Yeah, that heat map in that, on that's incredible from, from uh, Anfield. Just kind of shows what kind of a, a clock maybe you scroll up a little bit. Yeah, uh, but it's... It's podcast as well, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. So, okay, you don't think about that. Well, it's good you know what you're doing. Uh, yeah, no, it's an absolutely incredible piece of business. I think, again, price, absolute bargain. And it was surprising, I mean, you spoke about this upstairs before, having the good relationships with the Red Bull parent company after all the Navikaita stuff. which surprised me a little bit, but, you know, I think they've got good relationships, as I said there. And apparently Liverpool's new training ground is um, based on Salzburg's one as well. Well, they've had an incredible record of bringing through players now, haven't they? I mean, they've, they've obviously brought in from, a, I think it was the Japanese second division or something like that. Um, obviously, we know that Mane and, and Keita have come through the Red Bull Salzburg, so they're doing something right. And this isn't just a football thing yeah. as well. Uh, anyone who's a fan of F1 will know that they've got the Red Bull team and then they've got the, the Toro Rosso team where they bring in young drivers. Max Verstappen came through in the Toro Rosso team, then goes up into the parent company, the Red Bull team. I don't know why I'm talking about this. I'm going to stop talking about this. I could just use the example of the players that are playing football. Um, but they're doing this across multiple sports and it's their business model and Cop apparently really respects that as well. Yeah, no, he's, he's a massive fan of that. And the other thing that's, that's quite bizarre as well is the fact that I saw a tweet before of like, how often in this day and age do you buy a player for seven and a half, up seven point two five billion pounds who's a quality player? And not only that, I saw another tweet that says we kind of cut out the middleman. So normally he would have gone to Southampton first, and in two years' time we would have paid fifty million quid for him. Um, but yeah, no, it all looks, all looks very positive. And just, I'm just kind of glad that we've got a different option going forward in, from January onwards. And and, and just going up back onto uh, David Maddox's uh, article, he writes crucially. He's a massive following in the Far East, a market the Reds have gone on record as suggesting they want to expand in over the coming year. In recent court hearings, as they won a case of current kit manufacturer New Balance to join Nike, the club stated they are desperate to break into the Far East market with a new kit deal with Nike. And as we know, um, that he's got a huge following over in Japan in the Far East, and this could open doors for Liverpool in a commercial perspective. So much so that I think, I remember... Um, <coughs> 
was it Hidetoshi Nakata? Was that his first name? Apologies. Nakata, who went to Roma probably mid to late 90s, mm -hmm. just made so much money for Roma. You'd imagine that 7.25 million would probably be recouped fairly quickly. Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. Um, another thing as well, I think he's an Adidas sponsor. Sponsored by Adidas, sorry, so then they probably the have to moment. change yeah, at the moment, so they'll probably have to change with Nike. But yeah, opens up markets, and then I think even if, even if it wasn't Nike, I think, like you said, but the shirt sales that you get from the support, um, not just for him, but for Liverpool as a whole, I think Liverpool just going absolutely global. Yeah. Honestly, it's bosh, isn't it? Because now what we get to do over the next couple of months is produce like stat shows on him and mm. stuff like that. If this gets all wrapped up, we're going to be focusing on him and we're going to be starting to watch his performances for Salzburg and stuff like we did with, with Keita and hopefully he comes in and he can hit the round running and He's stuff. Nine goals and 11 assists in 22 games so far this season, which is like, I know like, you can discredit the, the, you know, the Austrian league or whatever, but it's still an incredible thing to do. And I said like the two games against Liverpool, I thought it was absolutely Incredible, along with some others as well. I know Harland's, you know, in that Joyce article says he's seventeen half million pounds, but apparently he went over to Dortmund last night with his agent Mina Raiola. So he might be going as well. And Huang yeah. was the other one I think people quite liked as well. But Huang was good. I like. But Huang. even even if it's like seven and a half million pounds. It's low risk, isn't it? Even if like for some reason I don't think it won't. But if it doesn't work out, we'll sound. Yeah, yeah, that's just our YouTube revs for the season. Um, not ours, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I meant Liverpool's YouTube revs for the season. We're nowhere near that, uh, which is why we have a subscription website. If you do want to support us, go over there, revmentv.com. It's £5 a month, uh, and you can help us to help make the free content for you. Um, Liverpool's possible Champions League opponents confirmed. Uh, so the seeding has been done. Obviously, we can't play Napoli. We can't play Tottenham and we can't play Chelsea. They're in the second seeds, uh, which means that we can play either Real Madrid, Atalanta, Atleti, uh, sorry, Atletico Madrid, uh, Borussia Dortmund or Lyon. Rankham, favourite to worst? Did I want? Yeah. Uh, Lyon, Atalanta, Dortmund, Atletico, Real. Mine's slightly different to that. Let, let me know yours in the, in the comment section below. Mine would be Atalanta, Leon, um, Real, then Dortmund, then oh. Atletico. Oh. Mm. So we'll, maybe maybe I'm assuming oh. people will want to put their five in. Uh, so we'll come back to that at the yeah. end and we'll, and we'll just move on now uh, because it's a great opportunity, says Neil Critchley, on the Carabao Cup quarter final against Aston Villa. We're going to be deploying two separate squads. Yep. Uh, one over in Qatar where you'll be. Yeah. Uh, the dream team of Tom and Ross will be in Qatar. Um, the backups. Uh, of Chris and Paul will be over in Aston Villa. Um, are you looking forward to your leg of the journey? Yeah, I can't wait, yeah. It's I'm looking forward amazing. to mine. I'm looking forward to mine and I'm telling myself that it's going to be better than Qatar, even though I know it's probably not. I'll send you some pictures. I'd rather you didn't, thanks. <laughs> um, I'm really, really looking forward to this though, but it's going to be so hard for the lads who, who have to fight against Villa at Villa Park, isn't it? Yeah, I think this article is actually really good. I think Klopp's come out and said there's no pressure on the youngsters. I think we've all said that over recent weeks of like, they've got nothing to lose. And this is exactly what Neil Critchley's going on about, saying, you know, he's a great opportunity, something that they can all take experience from. And again, there's no pressure on the young lads. I don't think anyone's expecting anything from them. Aston Villa are more than likely going to put out a very strong side to go through to the next round. So just take the experience, you know, good or bad. 
It's a great opportunity, he said. Unusual circumstances, quite unique circumstances, really. And I'm not sure it's happened too many times, or maybe it's not happened in the past. The club have obviously tried to find what they think is the best solution. This is the circumstance, or what's arisen. And for me and the staff and our players, it'll be one that we relish and look forward to, hopefully with great optimism on the night. Um, talking about uh, some of the Liverpool players, these lads are going to be probably in the squad um, for the Club World Cup. But Alisson, Fabinho and Firmino have all been shortlisted for the Amber Gold Award, um, which I didn't know was a thing until I read this today. Already uh, voted. You've already voted? No, not my only vote today. Who did you I, vote for? Uh, uh, well, you get a choice of three. So Labour. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we'll do. Uh, I went for Mino, Fabinho, Alisson. You get a choice of three. So, who did you go for, sorry? Fabinho, no, Firmino, no. Alisson. Firmino, Fabinho, Alisson. So, Firmino is number one, yeah. Fabinho number two, Alisson. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So this is quite a niche award. It is for Brazilians playing in Europe. Yep. Okay. Sound. But you can go and vote now. There's a 30-man shortlist. Can I vote now? Yeah. Okay. Click, click, click here. Right, let me know who should vote for. Oh, this looks official. Oh. Um, you've already voted. At least I know you weren't lying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that later. And I will vote for Firmino. No, I'll vote for Alison. No. Ah, oh, fuck. I need time. I need time. I need time. Let me know yours in the comment section below. Uh, Jaden Sancho is more likely to join Liverpool than transfer rivals Manchester United and Chelsea, apparently. Um... So this is Gareth Bicknell in the Mirror. Um, funny enough, there's quotes in this article, Ross, that uh, attributed, and they are words that Simon Hughes has said. I was talking to Simon Hughes today about the Jaden Sancho stuff, and what he was saying is, I basically said that Liverpool should be going after Jaden Sancho on a podcast, and now it's, it's been, been taken out of context. It's been taken out of context. This is what happens. Yeah. Um, so just explain the story for us, mate. 
Uh, Liverpool reportedly, reportedly in pole position to sign Jaden Sancho ahead of transfer rivals Manchester United and Chelsea. Sancho is one of Europeans' hottest pro properties despite a season blighted by disciplinary issues at Borussia Dortmund. The 19-year-old international has 10 goals, 11 assists in all competitions this season, while he, he, this term he banged in 12 goals and provided 17 assists. Sancho looks set to lead Dortmund for around £120 million, whether this is in January or next summer, with Barcelona also interested in the teenager and according to the athletic journalist Simon Hughes, Liverpool will be in the front of the queue for the former Manchester City youngster. So that's quite interesting. So he's saying that at the front of the queue for the Man City youngster, which is sounds. Um, so this is what I, Simon said. I've heard quite a few people say that Liverpool need another forward and I can understand that. It's quite clear that Liverpool would quite like to sign Jadon Sancho. Jürgen Klopp made a big revelation last season that Liverpool wanted to sign him from City but found it impossible because of the club's rivalries that exist and various reasons and that story got buried a bit because I think it was around the Munich game if I remember correctly. It's quite clear that they're monitoring his availability. If he was available, Liverpool would have the money to sign him. It's whether he's available at the time and whether it correlates with Liverpool's needs at that time. Um, Hugh said Liverpool the most attractive proposition at the moment due to last season's Champions League, trying for the eight-point lead at the top. It looks to me like Jadon Sancho as a forward can play right, uh, sometimes play left. Klopp is the sort of manager who likes to move players about, could play him through the middle. He's agitated for a move quite clearly away from Borussia Dortmund at the moment. If he wanted to move back to England, if he wanted him, Liverpool are going to be ahead of Manchester United in the pecking order. There's no doubt about that. Liverpool are a much better team at the moment, more attractive. So he kind of does say that they'll be ahead of Manchester United, but he's not saying that they're at the front of the queue by any stretch of the imagination. He's saying they should be. Uh, yeah. That's what I, what I got when I was speaking to him. And he's right. You know, everything he said there, that it's truthful. Liverpool would be a better proposition than anywhere else right now, especially for someone like Jadon Sancho. Yeah, especially in comparison to Manchester United. Are you don't know what you're going to get, and you know you can come join us at you know it's fighting for titles, European trophies. Whereas Man United, are, you know, are in a huge transition at the moment. So we you know he's quite right to go and say that. And Jurgen Klopp has got experience with youngsters as well and developing them. Do you think better. we'll sign him in January? No, I think we might do a deal in January. Yeah. To bring him in at the summer. I do think we're going to sign Jaden Sancho at some point. I, I, I do think. Um, and Daily Mirror, that doesn't, that's not me saying that we're going to sign him. I just think. I'm just, I've just made this up in my head. Only if the Mbappe stuff goes off. Yeah, why not? Um, Tom, we're going to get into some of the comments then now, mate. Um, yeah. I take it there's going to be a lot of Minamino chat. Um, there is. I'm just going to kick it off with a couple super chats. Ben Pryor with a blue super chat Thank says, Loving Chris's F1 knowledge and the Origi jumper. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, the Dugout Football Channel with another super chat says, um, Minamino is a versatile player. He can play centre attack and mid striker, right wing, or right back, apparently. Okay, I don't know about the right back, um, but. He is versatile. Klopp likes versatile players. Um, you, you know, we've seen it even with the likes of Curtis Jones. He can play on the wing. He's playing centre. We saw Kaito on the right wing. We've seen him play on the left. We've seen him play centre midfield. We've seen Ox on the left. We've seen Ox in the centre. It feels like he's just going to go into that sort of rotation, doesn't it? And uh, you know, Fabinho, Minamino, and Ox, or Fabinho, Minamino, and Kaito, or oh. Fabinho, Kaito. Oxen Minamino, I mean, it just sounds great. But he can play on the wings as well, and I, I can't think that that's where he might get his rotation of coming in. You know, when you know, um, Mane and Salah, sorry, play a lot of football. If you can play him, you know, Minamino in some of those games, or you know, equally you go four two three one, you can put him in the ten behind that. Fine with that. You know, it's just good to have all the, all these other options. Um, just hope he, you know he can he can pull off in the Premier League as well. He can do it in the Champions League. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's apparently yeah. you know he was really good in the games not against us as well. Was I he? know I know people that have watched all the games and said he's been really good for them. So yeah, sounds. Um, Ghost kind of 
having a little different opinion, says, are we really buzzing over a £7 million squad player? So the same about Andy Robertson, look how he turned out. Yeah, Phil Coutinho as well, £8 million quid. Yeah. Um, you got to start somewhere, he's of the age, isn't he, where he's 24 years old and... You know, there's a gap in there's a sorry there's a gap in our squad there for someone of that age. So they're all like 27, 28 yeah. now, aren't they? He could be 27 when these guys are getting to 30. I'm buzzing because I like him. Yeah. I'm buzzing because I think he's really good from what I've seen. Yeah, and seven million pounds is only based on his release clause. It's not his actual price, is it? So Liverpool say 20 up 20 odd million pounds for him. Fine by that. You know, if you can go and get someone for that price, he's going to be an absolute steal. Like I said before. It's low risk, isn't it, to go and do that? So yeah, I think that's why people. I think that did you say it was ghost? Yeah, I think there's a point there, though. To be honest, um, and, and and for me, the point is we've kind of been brainwashed into thinking you're not a good player unless you're fifty million quid, and I don't think that's quite the case. I think we've seen lads come in who who were good players into the Premier League, who are outstanding players. I'm thinking of um, um, Juan Sebastian Veron comes in for. I can't remember if it's 30, 32 million quid into a, into a Manchester United side. Player who I adored watching at Parma. It was absolutely unbelievable. And he didn't do it in the Premier League. And there's so many examples of strikers going to Chelsea in recent years or Di Maria coming in for Shevchenko. 70 million quid. Shevchenko, Chelsea, 50 million quid. There's so many examples of players with a big price tag not working. It's about the player and being having the right player for the football club and having the right manager for that player and that player coming into the right team. So much more than the money that people have spent. But I do feel like we've been brainwashed as fans into thinking you're not good unless you've unless you've unless you're fifty million quid. It's just not the case. Football throughout the years is is littered with examples of players who've come in and done well. Joel Matip, free transfer. James Milner, free transfer. Um Joe Gomez, three and a half million quid. I mean, there's just just the way it is. It can work, it might not work. The price is irrelevant. Yeah, you don't need to go and spend under £50 million. I think, again, because we've linked with likes of Sancho, Mbappe, Neymar, or all these other things, I think it's kind of, like you said, of, of being brainwashed and kind of... It's almost a FIFA culture, isn't it, of, of playing those games and like you have to go and spend a lot of money to go and kind of get the best. And I think you do get that, but also it's not the be-all and end-all if you don't get someone for, for the right price. You know, you just, you just listed a whole host of people there. That are, that are cheap, and I said before, like you know, we sold Kevin Stewart for more money. <coughs> you know, what, what's he doing now? Whereas Minamino's been playing Champions League football. You know, he's, he's a quality player. And again, Andy Robertson like hadn't done any of that. And look how good he is now. And it's about what Klopp can turn him into as well. Yes. You know, he might be seven million pounds, but in five years' time, he might be worth hundred million pounds, like Andy Robertson is now. So, um, so you asked, <coughs> sorry, you asked um, for who people wanted in the Champions League. Yeah, overwhelmingly. Real Madrid and Leon, which is quite interesting. No one wants the easy route. Do you all want the, the the hard ones? Leon, I would suggest that Liverpool do really, really well against French sides, and I think that would be one of the easier fixtures. The Real Madrid one's really interesting because for me, there's unfinished business there. Yeah. I think everybody's probably looking at it in that regard as well. You know, I think the first thing that you think of is Kiev, obviously. But for me, as somebody who went to the Bernabeu and watched Liverpool put out a side that didn't have Steven Gerrard and didn't have all our top-class players and we, you know, we only lost 1-0, for me, that's the defeat that I want to avenge. Yeah. It's that season when we were in their group and they beat us 3-0 at home and we went there and basically took a knee. That pissed me off and it shows you how different that is. Was that 2014? Yeah, I think so, it was 2014-15, so it was just coming off the back of 13-14, wasn't it? And it shows you 
in the five years since what has happened to both clubs, we were going to Real Madrid and taking a fucking knee, embarrassing for a club the size of Liverpool. And now look at us. Go it. We could go in there as the champions of Europe, probably top of the Premier League at the time, or hopefully top of the Premier League at the time, where Real Madrid are on the slide. You know, was Kiev their final stance at the top of the stairs and a Liverpool there now. Let's go there, let's prove it, let's fucking smash Real Madrid if we get them and let's shut Zidane up, who said some things in the press over the last couple of days as well. Ross Chanley, your thoughts? How'd you follow that up, really? <laughs> where'd, you go, where'd you go from there? No, I, I agree. I, I, I think there is the revenge side there and there's all the stuff with, like, people have with Sergio Ramos and what he did to Mo Salah and stuff like that. I think people want revenge for that as well. You know, I've actually essentially ruined his World Cup and, and, and the final getting them injured. Obviously, Carrius was a big part in that as well. But I think you're right. I think, you know, it also sums up the mentality of the managers that we have now between Rodgers and Klopp. You know, we actually got absolutely, you know, smashed in the, in a, in a leg at Anfield as well. We've, you know, just Ronaldo just completely destroyed us. Yeah. Add to that, you know, Ronaldo, I think uh, Zidane said that he would, he would eliminate us. Didn't he? If he, got, if he got Liverpool, but apparently Zidane joked was, was the thing in the... In the um, in the in the press, but you know, I, I'd want them. Uh, part of me wants the easier route, but part of me also thinks if we get a tough team, then we we raise up, we raise our game. I don't, we, I don't I don't fancy anyone beating us over two legs. And we know, of course, that Liverpool will be first leg away, second leg at home. That's right, isn't it? Um, I think I've got it right, written down actually. Uh, yeah, away first leg, second leg at home. Um, because we obviously are the seeded team, uh, which is always good. So it means second leg at Anfield, which is nice. Legs to be played. First games either the 25th or the 26th of February. Second games either the 17th or the 18th of March. That has been the daily news. That has been the Minamino news update. Uh, I've been Chris Pajak. That's been Ross Chanley and Tom Dutton's been behind the camera. Thank you all for joining us. Don't forget to buy your Christmas jumper before 9am tomorrow. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Ta-ra.